We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now we're in a transition a little bit. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We, of course, are broadcasting live from The Score's Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Want to thank them for their contribution. Thanks to Evan Thomas. He gets us up and running and twitching and motivated every morning. And thanks to everyone for calling, texting, emailing. Most of thank you for listening on this Tuesday, February 21st. Yes, it means a lot. And thanks to our executive producer, he is Mr. Dustin William William Rhodes. Even though it's not a premium position, it still matters. Wow. Was that, who were you mocking? With I'm just saying, no. Every time I talk I, about either linebackers or running backs, people remind me that it's not a premium position. I say that kind of in that voice just to, for emphasis. Thank you. I'm right here, Dan. <laughs> and, uh, and Brandon Fryer, thank you for your great work as always. They could go on a little bit of a run now. Oh, you know what? You, I mean, seriously, get out! <laughs> that hurts, man. Oh, oh how does that hurt? Oh, you guys take my weakest moment <laughs> all morning long. <laughs> Mere four and a half hours. I feel I have a weak moment. I feel like I responded to that moment. Yeah, that in was the very moment. good. That was very Thank good. You, buddy. I'm I, feeling trolled. <laughs> I'm feeling seen but not heard. Okay. Welcome All to right. the party, pal. I, I get it. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. Oh well, oh, uh, it is that time we get to talk to our dear friend Lawrence Holmes. Lawrence, how are you, buddy? <laughs> What is happening, fellas? Did you have a a peaceful, joyful mattress-buying President's Day weekend? Hey, Lawrence. Uh, We were here. We were here. We We didn't buy any mattresses. We didn't go anywhere. We don't have much... No. We don't have much hope. We so. No, we we're here. We just we thought it was. We, no one told us usual. it was President's Day. Oh well, you know the beauty of that Comp Day. Aha! Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that's the beauty of it that Someone... you guys can now pick a day and do whatever you want with it. By the way, Lawrence, just to interrupt, uh, Lonzo Ball update. According to the Bulls, now have made it official. They released a statement from AK Arturis Kurnashovas, oh. uh, despite making significant increases in strength and. Function over the past several months, Lonzo Ball continues to experience performance-limiting discomfort during participation in high-level basketball-related activities, et cetera, et cetera. Ball will not return this season. The focus for Ball will continue to be on the resolution of his discomfort and a full return for the 2023-2024 season. It's a real, real shame because obviously he's someone where they had so many high hopes and – what they needed and wanted him to do, they wanted him to be the, the tip of the spear when it came to their on-the-ball defense. They wanted to do incredible stuff with transition offense. And he's a good three-point shooter, especially from the corner. Those are all things that this Bulls team has needed. And they haven't had all season long. The only thing that I, and I don't know how you guys feel about this, it does 
feel like a little bit, as much as we talk about how important Lonzo Ball is, is that the Bulls have kind of lived in this place where they've allowed it to be an excuse for why their team has played as badly as they've played. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not arguing that, but can you miss something you never really had? I mean, 35 games in two years, and I, I, I hope he's okay. I hope Me he too. comes back and is able to return and play out his contract and, and be the player they thought he would be. But I am very suspicious of that possibility. It just would appear that this is some weird kind of – I mean, this this is not normal. There's something else Two wrong Two surgeries with shouldn't be what it requires to get somebody back yeah. from the kind of injury that yes. was, the way this was described. So you wonder about this hope that is, that is expressed in the statement about next season. You wonder how much they really mean it because they can't cling to that and expect to make progress in the offseason that's just ar- around the corner because if they do – they run the risk of of repeating history this season yeah. again. Yeah. It, it 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 all stinks too. Like it, I, one of the things that we'll talk about today, and and there's another thing I'd love to get you guys' opinion on. What does it say that when we've had these discussions about the Bulls buyout market, and we're talking about Russell Westbrook and now Pbev coming back home? What does it say that the Bulls need that? Like, they need right. not just someone to play point guard, but someone to lead their locker room. Right. Yeah, That's I, not good. I, no, that's not remotely good. And, and I think it speaks volumes. Yeah. When, when the coach has said things like, well, Russell Westbrook competes every night, comes out. You know, when you, when you, by complimenting him, you're damning the It's obvious the what they're missing. Yes. But exactly. I also think they're related because when you invest – However, however foolish it might have been, and in retrospect, it was very foolish or, or risky. But however much you invested hope and money and resources in Lonzo Ball, you know the leadership fell apart, or this consistency was lacking largely because they couldn't perform on the court. They would have been a much better team on the court. So when you're not that team on the court, you're going to have issues in the locker room that they've encountered with focus, perhaps. And so I think one is related to the other, Lawrence. Now, maybe Patrick Beverly can come in here in 23 games and get everybody to sit up straighter and play a little harder and maybe sneak into the play-in round. I don't know, but they shouldn't be in this situation. But I think it is partially related to what we're talking about with Lonzo Ball but, not being there. But again, you know, he was never here. And and this news has been anticipated. This may be, well, it's a, the official announcement but we all knew it was coming. It's mm-hmm. no surprise at all. And, you know, you think about the way the season started. It was immediately going to be, well, in December. And now here we are. I think we all understood what was happening. This is not a surprise in any fashion. No, There's no doubt. No doubt that this isn't a surprise. But don't they already have their veteran point guard who came in and tried to provide leadership? Yeah. Isn't that what Dragic did earlier yeah. this year? Different said- personality. I, I understand, like, the, the pedigree is similar because of he's accomplished and he's a veteran. But, boy, you know, I don't think he ever had the expectation of coming in and asserting his personality or himself in the way that the expectation is Patrick Beverly will. Yeah, okay. Uh, It's a dangerous game you're playing. Right. Because as much as Patrick Beverly may come in and provide you some leadership, 
He's also going to provide some tough love, and we'll see yeah. how the guys in, on the Bulls roster that people think might need a push react to it. Because yeah. because you might get the guy that says, "Yeah, you know, it's it's exactly what I needed," and you might get the guy that says, "I don't like being here at all." If this is the way that it's going to be, I totally agree with that, Lawrence. You're so spot on. I mean, look, um, I'm still waiting for Tristan Thompson to really He's make on that TV. impact. Okay, I'm saying that's where he is. We get a little caught up with the buyout market, and I yes. hope it. I hope this one works. I really do. Molly, what did you think of Elvis being back in the building? Oh, I, I said to David, until they tried to destroy it for me this morning by insisting that he needs to play shortstop. I did insist that. Of, uh, I made a statement that Azeguin agreed with. That's all. Come on. I understand um, why he's playing second I, base, I was though. delighted, just delighted and very me pleased too. about it. I loved everything he said. And um, frankly, as you well know, Lawrence, we need something to hang our hat on a little. We need a little happiness. It's nice to have a positive story coming out of Camelback Ranch and what seems like a really smart baseball move. And quite honestly, like fiscally smart, too. You could could make that argument as well. Yeah. What a a great pickup for $3 million. You you just have your your right field issue, but... I mean, okay, hopefully, I mean, hopefully I, Oscar Colas will be good. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, think you got to leave some room for prospects to develop, and I think you have to pencil in, have some confidence in your ability to get guys who fit that profile. You don't want more than one spot in a contending roster or lineup to you know have. That's why the Romy Gonzalez, Oscar Colas, Andrew Vaughn kind of right side of your field, that wasn't really a good – idea but i now that you have some stability at second base you think vaughn's going to take a step i'm okay with colas being the guy or counting on that or them investing that kind of hope in him now you just got to straighten out your starting rotation and uh and like is grandal all healed and recovered and he's playing yeah you know as all players at at spring training he's uh in the best shape of his life molly so you know there's (laughs) There's that. He's you know ready. He's ready about? for an NHL season anyway, right? Yeah, that's what he's been working with all the Blackhawks people. My thing now with with the White Sox, and it's it's totally the type of doom and gloom that White Sox fans trade in all the time. Is I'm very worried about the World Baseball Classic. <laughs> I'm very worried about our players going to the World Baseball Classic. Of course, but I think given the track records in terms of their injury prone nature you might be worried about them driving to the mall i i'm more worried that they i I, lawrence i'm more worried that they don't have anyone to recruit shohei otani in the world (laughs) hey man if that guy wants to go into free agency i am i am here for whatever it takes but unfortunately the white Sox seem to have a budget that doesn't well, really allow them to. Yeah, they've they've got to they've got to get Manny Machado, so it's going to be hard to get both those guys. Well, I mean, they'll have their they'll have their second chance at getting Manny Machado, and and now they can get super creative again with the contract. <laughs> and does that mean that Yonder Alonso is going to be in NBC Sports Chicago studio <laughs> as a ploy to get? Manny Machado, is that, well, David. Whatever it takes. If, okay. if Yonder, I, I saw Yonder. He was doing a was it a Cubs game? Yeah, Dan and I were 
were doing the show from Wrigley. He did the Apple thing. Over. He did the one yeah, of the Apple and, games, yeah. And I looked over, and I was like, hey, there's Yonder Alonzo. Let's see if he can help get Manny Machado over to the south side. <laughs> yonder, yonder lies the castle of my father. <laughs> <laughs> what, what makes less sense? Signing Nathaniel Hackett to try and bring in Aaron Rodgers everywhere you go. <laughs> or, or, or signing Yonder Alonzo you know, to try to get Manny Machado. It, at some point, people are going to figure out that uh, Nathaniel Hackett can't deliver. Yeah. At some point. Uh, what do you got today, Lawrence? Well, you know what? I just looked up on the Zoom. So what we had planned is that I was going to do like a little acoustic solo show for like 30 minutes. But my man, Big Ann Heron, popped up on the Zoom, so he'll be ready to go after a, a quick timeout. Clark Kellogg is going to be on the show today. We will talk with K-E-L-L-O double good about college basketball and what he's got going on for the NCAA tournament. Tashawn Reed will join us. Well, he's a podcaster for the Athletic Football Pod, and he's been taking this time in Black History Month to really do a deep dive on the relationship between black people and the nfl it's really really good so we're going to discuss that sahadev sharma will join us at 12 25 we've got thoughts on the all-star weekend that we would like to share shout out to mac mcclung uh, out here doing 540s and whatnot Jarrett payton will be on the show and unfortunately anthony and i will have to talk about trading justin fields oh, oh boy oh. <laughs> all right guys have, have a, a great, great show one. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.